If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Something interesting happened the other day. You sent us a picture, which was uh, crazy. Of what? The fucking dude with the bird oh, on the shoulder. Oh, is that not him? <laughs> Justin had just talked about how people right? with a bird on their shoulder are crazy. <laughs> and we were all laughing. And I'm like, well, they're probably a pirate. And I've never really seen one oh, yeah, once like, in my life. Maybe uh, on Venice Beach when I was a kid. He was on a- And literally a dude drives up next to you. <laughs> oh, I bro- The irony okay. is amazing. Oh, I was talking to my girls on my way home from work, right? And literally this convertible Chrysler pulls up right <laughs> next convertible to convertible too. Yeah, convertible Chrysler. Doesn't get any better than that. And I look to my left and the dude has a white parrot on his shoulder <laughs> and I'm like freaking out. My girl's like, what's wrong? What's going on? I'm like, no, 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 I'll call you later. And I like hung up on her so I could take a picture. <laughs> I had to take a picture. I was like, this is crazy because Sal just brought this up on, on the podcast and you guys were talking, or Justin brought, Justin it, up. brought it up. You made the comment about you, but you should be a pirate, right? You said- Those are the only yeah. people, the only people that should so ever walk around with, with a bird on their shoulder are pirates yeah. if you're not a pirate you're fucking weird walk around the bird on doing? your shoulder dude yeah. so this dude was driving so we you know what I'll send the picture to you you gotta post it you should post it on our, our, oh, our yeah, mind shit. pump page or our mind pump floor. you know what it reminds me of remember Predator how he had that freaking laser gun on his shoulder yes. <laughs> that everywhere he looked it turned yeah. and it shoot things it's like that except it's a bird so you can't shoot shit with it so yeah, it's and the worst weird. part is like yeah, a laser a, on your shoulder is pretty cool bro <laughs> it's a bird it wants to fly yeah. you're you're making it sick <laughs> on your shoulder like and, an asshole and it's not even on a branch I like it's dude. on your shoulder it's like well why is it like was it cleaning your ear with its little beak <laughs> well so, what is it doing and it's, and we, and it's we both, creepy we both know that at one point it has to take a shit so it just shits down oh, your back too yeah. when that happens you know what I'm saying is yeah, that, it's are, definitely gonna take a now shit. are people with a snake around their neck as weird that's pretty weird too it's weird unless you're a WWF wrestler <laughs> <laughs> so that's that or one or you're Britney Spears and yeah, it's, that's hot that's, if you that's if you are a pirate you're allowed to parrot on your shoulder if you wrestle in the WWE then you're allowed a snake around your neck or you look like Britney Spears those are the only options that you but can put yeah, if a you're reptile a or a hasn't, fucking bird on yeah, your shoulder a wrestler do, hasn't done a bird yet I do <laughs> feel like it's a, I do feel like it's a guarantee that you're not going to get mugged if you have a snake around or laid, I'll be honest, or laid though, for that matter. Yeah. I'll be honest, there is an exception. If you got a fucking falcon, <laughs> you're a badass, and I'm not going to talk shit. If you got like a bald eagle, it's just or like, you know, get him, Experion, and then it true. like flies out what and it like kills something. What was I don't his name? Experion. Experion. You know what? You're right. Either you have to be a pirate or you have to be a Mongolian bird hunter with a falcon on his shoulder. <laughs> Have you guys seen those pictures? Yeah. There's a dude where like he's got like animal pelts on yes. and he's got a fucking falcon on his shoulder. And, oh. you're, and when you look at that picture as a man, you can't help but think to yourself. It, it's got talons. Yeah, that thing is yeah. a badass. I look at that picture of the Mongolian fucking eagle hunter or whatever he is called. And I look at it. I can't help but think to myself, wow. Like it's fucking majestic. I am a pussy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. I look at that and I'm like. I am not nearly as manly as he is. <laughs> He's got. It looks like he has five animal pelts to do his covering bidding. him. It's like it's almost like his minion that's yeah. out killing. And he's got a he's got a falcon. Kill them. That's just it's just digging into yeah. his shoulder. That's like it's gripping onto yeah. his flesh. <laughs> and he's just and he doesn't give a Go shit. Go get me fish. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's looking off into the kills in it. the distance. And he's on a horse and it's in the snow. He's 
up in the fucking Himalayas. Dude, on a horse. He's got a falcon on his shoulder. He's wearing pelts. Bro, I'm going to tell you. I got a bow and arrow. He, that is, that's so manly that if I, st- we, if Adam, me and you stood next to him, yeah. we would, people would look at that picture and be like, oh, you brought yeah. your wives. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to meet your wives. Yeah. 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 Because that's how These manly. Your bitches, you, huh? you would suck the testosterone out of your body. Oh. Just standing next to him. I bet he has, I bet, I bet, I mean, scientifically speaking, I bet his testicles are massive. Like, yeah. I bet they're huge. He's got to have a special balls. saddle. On and his on, horse on his balls, he's got the cradles. He's things. got a falcon on his shoulder and then he has a pigeon on his testicles. Okay. Just so watching that's over messenger. the massive testosterone. Yeah. Find ball. Messenger weird. ball pigeon. If you guys find that weird, what do you think about yeah, This is a new thing too. I see, I've seen this more and more now. Uh, people that walk their cats. What? <laughs> they, they what? Walk, yes, they walk their cats. They have them on a leash and they walk their cats. Dude. Oh, I will slap you in the bitch face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about men that are doing that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. You could walk a cat. Yeah, remind. Aren't me. cats supposed to be like assholes and not want to be I, told what to it's do? It's not. Yeah, they don't want to walk. I'm gonna tag you both on an Instagram on a I'm guy sorry. on a on a guy that's walking around with no. a fucking cat on his leash. Oh, uh, he's a hipster. He's got to be totally not, bro. He's jeans. totally he's totally a fitness icon. How funny is that? Oh, you know. That being said, that's silly. I, that being said, I do like small dogs. I don't know what it is about little dogs. I just love them. I don't know. I just like walking. Like I, my 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 parents had a, um, when I was growing up, they had a mini Datsun for a second. They also had a pit bull, by the way. So we had two dogs. We had a, a pit bull, a ninety pound pit bull, <laughs> and then it got eaten. And a mini Datsun. Yeah. And the mini Datsun was gangster. And I used to walk him, and uh, people would look at me because I'm kind of I was you know I'm a relatively I'm not a huge guy, but I'm a relatively big guy, and I'm walking around this little. Dotson, and you know when you look at it, it's, it's like a little dick walking on the end of a. You ever seen a mini Dotson? <laughs> a wiener dog. Yeah, it's, it's they My barely has they barely Dachshund. hover. It's like a yeah, low rider. They, a like if you like go a, over a bump, you have to like lift. They them have cool personalities though. He's a little yeah, he's a little badass. Yeah, they have but cool. I like little dogs. Yeah, yeah no little like dog. Doug's like Doug's dog. Uh, what's her name again? Bella. Bella, she's a bad little bitch. Did you adopt her? Or did you actually go out and purchase that? No, we we purchased her. So you say we, you and your daughter. We're, yeah. Oh, okay. As long as there was some sort of a, a woman's decision in that puppy. No, it's okay, my it's my daughter's <laughs> dog. I, I gotta say, if if Doug went out and bought that, as cute as that little furry little fucking curly white haired dog is, if Doug went out there and bought that all by himself, well, you got to get a matching purse. Is yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Exa- exactly. Hey, so, now because oh, Bella's oh. awesome. Dude, I like Bella, dude. Uh, oh the, yeah, of course. I have a nine year old awesome. daughter. Exactly. Yeah, he gets exactly. A That's no, the reason we bought her. In the that first makes place. perfect sense. Is what we're trying to That's say. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If he did not have a nine year old daughter that helped him pick that dog I, I would say something to doug i'd have to give him shit for that I'd say this dog is a little too cute for yeah. you to you know what doug you better make up with it with it's a like spike a, collar you like might a, need to get a falcon it's yeah you gotta, we gotta falcon you, you up falcon, bro. Falcon get you you up. two falcons <laughs> get you one falcon and a smaller one to sit on the falcon so you've got a two-layered falcon i just army I, on your shoulder i've always two thought i've always thought it's, str- it's, out. it's strange guys <laughs> guys that are like into cats you know dudes dudes that have like lots of cats or whatever lots of cats is weird yeah one cat is okay. Yeah, like but if cats. you go over a dude's the thing house, is I like cats, I, but it's just not. It's just not. You're. I don't know if you're like into into it. You know, into cats. Like that is an issue. <laughs> that's that, and that's, that's what all I'm saying. That's all the, yeah. <laughs> we I I would uh, we manage to irritate ninety percent of our audience in every episode. <laughs> Yeah, all you cat, uh, you know, lovers out there. Hey, you know, to each their own. I mean, yeah. like we said, we we all can we all make. But fun if you of are, if you're a single person, and you have a lot of cats. It's kind of weird, man or woman. I don't know. You know, cat ladies are kind of, you know, it's a little strange. Or a spider guy. No, fuck spiders, dude. 
I don't like spider spiders guy. Spiders are weird. Yeah, you ever see yeah, some, I, people, some yeah. people in those atriums and they Dude, got like a big old. Did I even but... tell you guys? Can I talk about this? I have a great story. Another like, spider story? No, it uh, wasn't even spider. It was snakes. So I used to I used to live in this house. It was like a fraternity house. I wasn't in the fraternity, but I was living upstairs with one of my friends and this guy down the hallway. And I turned out like later on, we became friends and everything. But I was like, this guy's fucking weird. He, he's got long, curly red hair. He's tall as fuck. He wants to be in the WWE. And he has a snake. And he's got not just a snake. He's He had like 20, 25 snakes. Wow. And like they were big, dude. They're like pythons and everything. So anyway, like I I met him and then, you know, actually he's a really nice guy and he's funny and everything. And we ended up uh, moving into a house in, in San Jose. And uh, anyway, so I, li- I lived like in this room right next across the hallway from his room. And uh, one night I get home from work and I was working at this restaurant and I come in and I'm all tired. It's like one o'clock in the morning or something. And I, I turn the lights on and I open the sheets and this fucking snake jumps out Whoa. and like tries to bite me. In your bed? In my bed. What? <laughs> and wow. I was like, grabbed me by the neck and threw it into the- You grabbed the snake? <laughs> yeah, I grabbed it through. I'm like, hey, get your fucking snake out of here, dude. I was so freaked out. I'm like, I'm going to kill it. He's like, don't kill it. <laughs> get a shovel. <laughs> so I, can't. So I did because been... I knew it was his pet, you know, and I'm like, ah, oh, God. That could have been a so lot creepy. worse. That could have been a lot worse. Well, it like, could have been at the bottom of the bed. You could have snuck into bed. Dude, oh, I just God, thought, I was just cool. thinking like if I would have just crawled in and not even known and then it would have been on. I could, it would have found, it would have found a dark, warm, Cavernous area. <laughs> you would have had there you would gotten, some penetration. You would have gotten some anal from the fucking. Hey, were you, were you, oh, uh, Sal, were you starting to laugh? Like I, I was starting to laugh as soon as Justin told the story because it was a college fraternity story, and I remember the last time the he squirrels. Told, yes, the last time <laughs> he right. told it was the most epic story he's told on Mind Pump yet. If you have not listened to it, you have to go back and listen to Squirrels and Sparkly Taints when, <laughs> when Justin's telling the story. He's like, and then. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're like, wow, that wasn't that good. Yeah, yeah right. No, Remember, because I, mean, I, inter- I interrupted him, and he's like, I wasn't even finished, bro. And I'm like, oh, sorry, dude. Sorry, no, finish your story. Then he tells like two lines, and he goes, that's pretty much it. Yeah, there's some... There's, there's I some, like to wrap it up. You know what I mean? Some, like, there's some weird people out there, like the like the bearded lady, bro. I don't want to say it too loud. Dude. I don't want her to hear me, bro. We have a bearded lady in our in our complex. <laughs> Come on, guys. No, no, no. It's she, every time, <laughs> so awkward. Is, Justin gets so nervous. <laughs> He's like, I she am. can hear us. She's literally the, the the building right next to us. No, not the building. She's like the, two doors I mean, the, the wall next to us. Well, that's what I meant to say. The room next to us. Yeah, because she she's a massage therapist. I'm sweating. Right I'm gonna now. fucking whisper, bro. Well, I find this very weird. weird that, why are we whispering? There's, you know, what I'm saying because man, we're in a sound <laughs> we're in a soundproof room. <laughs> Justin, so, Justin's hating this. Like, I like to be nice to people. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. She's the, the most part. No, there's nothing. There's nothing mean. She's just a bearded lady because yeah. she has a beard. I know, just, yeah. yeah, I think that it's not really a full beard though. It's, well, it's sparse. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, like, like, it's like Billy Goat esque. I yeah. just find that weird though. You're a massage therapist. There's certain things like I feel like that are important, like your hygiene, your cleanliness, your beard. Well, Those things like you should have. Like, like even me, I would if I'm a massage therapist. I'm rubbing you and stuff like that. Like I've got this dirty, manly looking beard right now, and it's kind of rugged and cool. Because I don't massage people. Yeah, but if but I massage people, I would shave. Yeah, off. but your beard is it's it's trimmed and shaped. Yeah, yeah. Hers is mm. like it's like, what does it look like? You know when you when you you know when you put a potato in water and then the like the white. What are those oh called? Like the roots come out at the bottom. Terrible image. It's like that. Right they're like. Now. 
I'm trying to paint the picture. I'm trying to <laughs> listen. I'm trying to paint the picture. It's Dude. like sparse, long. Um, like they're ser- like they're Stop. searching. They're it's, searching for water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what yeah, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, 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 they are kind of like long and rooty. It almost yeah. looks like uh, but anus no, hair on the chin. Yeah, it's either wow or it's like, that would, that that would be bad. It's that <laughs> mole. It's that, it's that white mole that just like has those years out, you know behind it. Like the long straight. Oh, I haven't gone in and looked that out. hard. Do you guys look that hard? I could, I'm afraid to look that hard. There's probably something. Bro, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna. I get nervous bro, in situations. She's gonna kill us. Dude. I get nervous in situations like that because I'm the type of guy who like. You know, if you have a booger in your nose or you have something in your eye, like I want to tell you, like I'm not, you know, if I'm talking to, hey, bro, hey, Sal, you, you know what? We, you got know what? Right here that's a that. great, that's but a when great I'm talking, point. I'm like, oh, she has to know no, that. No, 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 This is a good so point. So I feel like I need to tell I, her, hey, like, you, hey, you missed the you spot. You know what, bro? We're not being nice right now you because we're not telling her. Yes. Oh. I think Adam should go tell her, Justin. What so. the fuck? No, listen. Because, bro, you're handsome. Yeah, dude, you brought it you're up. Hand- this is what you're going to say to her. You're going to go up to her. I'm going to help you out right now. Send listen. the duff. No, no, I'm going to tell no. you. <laughs> no. I'm sending you. Duff sits this one out. No, you're going to you're gonna go over there, Adam, and you're going to be like, hey, you know, you're going you're gonna to inquire about massage. So then she's going to start thinking about. I'm inquire about Yeah, yeah. Massage. She's going to, listen, fuck, shit. Shut up. Listen. She's going to think about how she's going to be able to put her hands all over your muscular dude, body. Doug's and then you're going to let say, us record or air this episode. You should probably. You should probably like approach it shirtless. No, and then you're gonna go up to her. Can and I say, just say how uncomfortable I am? Right yeah, now. Doug's not gonna let us air this, bro. Yeah, listen, you're gonna go up to her. You're gonna inquire massage, and then when she starts talking about, it, you're gonna say, you know, say, uh, please don't take any offense to say, but you're you're beautiful. I find you a very attractive woman. You're a very pretty woman. Oh my God, thank you so much. So you flirt a little bit, and then you say this to her. Then you say this to her. God, if you you know if you just shave that beard <laughs> I would be it would be irresistible I wouldn't be able to control myself whoa dude just like that because it's already what, good and, and then, then she's what, thinking what do I do when she shaves herself and tomorrow she knocks on the studio door Adam I'm waiting for my date nothing you nothing. do nothing. <laughs> nothing then you just you just cold then uh, I, cold and you know what I do I go like this whole time actually it was Sal who wanted me to come say this to you but he was really nervous to talk to you <laughs> so he's totally excited that or should... or what we could do is we oh, could help, or, or we could help her braid it so she looks oh, like God. what was that ra- that wrestler Lou Albino what was it Albano oh. Oh, or what was his right, name? Right, right, yeah. The dude who had the rubber bands in his fucking Doug's going to have to edit so much of this. All right. Wow, that was All right, what was cool. that question we supposed to cool go through? Look. What was that question <laughs> we're going to go through the <laughs> Q&A? We, oh, you know what? My buddy Mike uh How long it. have we been on, <laughs> Doug? How long have we been talking about nothing for? Uh, about 17 minutes. Oh, oh that's, that's, that's okay. Nothing. That's okay. fine. Nothing. Why did you do all, why did you do a sexy voice all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> That was weird, right? Dude, you got totally called out. Wasn't that weird? That you did get yeah. called out right there. That, yeah. wasn't, that wasn't a sexy voice. That was a frustrated voice. Oh, that was no, frustrated. Oh, 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 like that. No, I'm I'm no I think when Doug, I get angry, I, I, get I think Doug has a has a female fe- uh, beard fetish a little bit. That's what I think. <laughs> no. I think he got him turned on a little bit. I think ever since we've done this whole this <laughs> whole been. this dating thing, I think he's concerned that you know these women that he's going to end up dating, they're going to go back and listen to the episode. And he wants to make sure he sounds good on the radio. Yeah, like yeah. Hey, girls. Yeah. She's like, wow, you have a sexy voice, Doug. Yeah, I sure do. Yeah, thank you. I'm the, I'm I'm the producer. That base, I'm the producer. If you haven't noticed, I'm the one who tells these guys what to do. Oh, fuck. We need, yeah. to, we need to move on. I'm getting comfortable with all this freaking sexiness coming through the mic. All right, what was the question? What was it? <laughs> so, so Mike, Mikey, uh, that- Mikey was also Turn a, it up, a, a trainer. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so weird. Uh, my, my, Mikey is, uh, is a trainer. And uh, over at OTF, he wants to know uh, what our what our th- uh, thoughts are on mind muscle connection, the correlation between thinking about contracting a muscle and actually doing it. You know how important do, would we say it is? Okay, and so he, th- and he specifically says, I would like to hear Sal 
uh, go on one of his nerdy tangents. Mm. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Well, if you extrapolate yeah. the, the data from the... <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Empirically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Mind and muscle connection. Let's explain. Uh, let's. God, that's a hard way to trans. We're going from I bearded know, I, lady. I was to, just thinking about that. I was all like, right. How is this gonna? Like, like, let let me just warm up my mouth. I hit the brakes. Okh- okay. Yeah. So yeah. when you, you know it's unfortunate, we lost yeah. the people that wanted to hear five this times five is twenty five, and now the people that that stayed in. Well, hey, see the other listen, that's what you fucking get. <laughs> yeah, You're not patient. You don't get to hear the fucking information. That's right. You missed out on episode one thirty seven. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve information. So um. So, so here's the deal. Mind to muscle connection. This refers to uh, when you're working out, you're doing, let's say, a compound movement. Let's say I'm doing a bench press, and I'm really concentrating on focusing on feeling the movement in my chest more so than in the other muscles that are lifting the weight, uh, like my shoulders and triceps. So that's what he's referring to when he says the mind to muscle muscle connection. Now, scientifically speaking, there's very little evidence to support whether or not this makes a difference. Um, however, athletes, in particular bodybuilders, talk about this all the time. Now, for as now, the science does support, I will say this, science does support the mind-to-muscle connection in regards to correctional exercise, okay? Um, when I'm training someone and I'm trying to change a muscle recruitment pattern, I will have them consciously focus on activating a particular how, muscle how, how because can, I'm trying to change the the, 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 the the recruitment pattern. Go ahead. How can one... I see you rolling not, your eyes. Well, yeah. I mean, because that, <laughs> that, that, that statement itself is almost contradicting because how for rehabilitation reasons uh, or muscle imbalances, the mind-muscle con- connection has shown that it's proven that it, it is important and works and makes a difference, but yet it's not in muscle. And I, I think... I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Just because the studies aren't there? Well, I, no, there's no studies there. And there's evidence going in both directions. Let me give you an example. If I take two people without any muscle imbalances and I have them do a big compound movement like a squat, uh, and one guy I focus on perfecting his form and moving weight. I just want perfect form and move the weight. And then the other guy, I say, I want you to focus on your quads. Just focus on squeezing your quads. The guy that's moving the weight will probably get better results and build more muscle than the guy that's just focusing on quads. Now, that's not taking away from the mind-to-muscle connection. That's just an example of how it can go in either direction because then on the flip side, if I'm doing a leg extension or a sissy squat or something where I'm trying to isolate and squeeze a muscle and getting more of the exercise than it's going to do if I'm not feeling it, then the mind-to-muscle connection can be important. So I think it depends on the exercise and and, and how you apply it. Um, and also it, where you're at in your workout. You know, if it's your fourth exercise on your chest or your back, you, you might be better off rather than trying to move weight because you're fatigued to sit there and try and squeeze and feel a particular muscle, if that makes sense. But I think if you focus, all you ever focus on is feeling a muscle, a particular area while you're working out, then you get stuck in that trap. And I've seen people in the gym do this where every fucking exercise they do Deadlift, squats, bench, everything is in this really super concentrated, got to feel yeah. the chest, got to feel the quads, got to, and well, they don't really build substantial muscle. Well, that okay. mentality is, is just for isolating technique, right? It's trying to, I mean, that falls in line with the split routine, that falls in line with like aesthetic. But as far as that goes, like, I don't know, for me, for me, I, I look at the body as one unit. And, and things that um, the more the more ways that I can contribute other muscles into the movement, the better. Yeah, I would say okay, isolation. This is going to turn into a fun debate now. I can see where we're all going oh. with this. Yeah, this is all right, turn go, into go, Adam. Well, no, I think I agree. Bring with, it. I agree. With, yeah. 
I agree with uh, both of you knuckleheads completely. Um, oh, well, that's not a debate. What? Come on. We won, yeah. Justin. We won. Listen, I right. agree with you guys but completely, I, but now I'm epi- going to put you in your place. Okay. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. I, I, I think, Speaking uh, as the guy with the biggest arms in the room, I'm going to <laughs> yeah, explain. Obviously, I've been focusing better than these guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Super focused. So it's... Uh, I, I think that's I think that's where you have to separate. So the sciences, we are a little behind on the science here because the sciences are 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 proving in the in the muscle building factor too. Yeah, I, I brought this up before. If you follow, um, yeah, I, I, I've, I've seen that. Are they showing now though better muscle growth? They have studies, the studies show, or they're just showing he's activating it more. No, that, that's where, why they make him focus and activate it because they've shown the correlation between. And this know, is the professional bodybuilder Ben Paul. What's his last ben name? Ben Pack, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, and he's a short. big he's a big dude yeah. though. Yeah, he's connected to uh, the Muscle Proof. Muscle Proof, I think, is what uh, Muscle Professor. Yeah, the Muscle Professor, who's uh, Bodybuilding.com's uh, PhD. So how did, didn't wasn't he like um, they they were testing him as he was working out, right? So he had like uh, machines like hooked up with like EK not EKGs. What are those? So what they were they the, were um, they were able to show the I believe the the neuron recruitment in like yeah. an area. So like if he was doing a bicep flex, they he would be doing it, and they would be showing the as he's doing the bicep curls, the 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 recruitment that's happening. And then when they would tell him like focus, focus, and he'd be like focusing right. more, you would see that spike, and you would see more recruitment going. Oh, of on. course. So yeah. in that in that area, but which, isn't that just for recruitment? I mean. But that—that's where I'm getting at is that they have studies to show that it—that's what correlations is. So I'm just saying that we're, yeah. there's stuff for us to definitely learn in this department. That I know that I've—I've I've, little I've seen. I'm not an expert by far on any of this, but I know enough that. And then, then personal, uh, personally too. So your what Justin was saying, I think is is just so important to note is that it really is kind of like your goal, and because. And him and I are, are complete opposites on kind of how we train, and and both have obviously had excellent results in muscle growth and whatever whatever it is we're trying to do, just different focuses. You know, mine is so geared um, on aesthetics that I am. I'm trying to focus on on specific areas that I'm trying to form and shape. So for me, like. Um, let's see if I can give an example. So a bench press, you know, so Justin and I might get together and we might and we might decide we just did this not too long ago. We're gonna lift heavy bench. And if you watch how he benches and how I bench, it's completely different. Now he's yeah. he's much stronger than I am, and you know I think a, a part of that reason is that that's how he train he trains to move that fucking weight, and you can see it when he does it. He utilizes every every part of his muscle perfectly in order to lift that weight up as efficiently as possible. Right. And yet you you kill me on the muscle endurance end of it, right? When we get towards the the multiple sets and and towards the end of it as we're bringing it back down. I was like dying getting up into like the 15 rep range. Which kind of goes to show what how I because it's no that's that's more of a result of just the, he does more of the higher rep stuff than you. I think. Well, yeah, that's that's part of the adaptation yeah. for sure. Yeah. But, so and then and if you watch so that you know like how I'm I'm training, I do not want anything. Not that I don't want anything because it's impossible. It's impossible. First of all, you guys don't know this. It's impossible to isolate a muscle, much less a part of a muscle. But while I'm lifting chest, I am trying to concentrate 100. percent on resisting with with my chest and get as much of that that weight movement mm-hmm. primarily being used by the chest and i'm yeah I'm, you can see that by the stance too like with your arms like the width and then and i could see too like maybe not quite like the depth but more like the 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 concentration on the contraction there at the chest you could see it as you're like pressing it up there's a lot more of like uh, squeezing effect to it, yeah. whereas I don't even concentrate now, w- w- on that. Would you say this, Adam? Because uh, I'm not, I'm not saying that concentrating on a muscle is not a good thing, not at all. 
Um, the argument I'm making is that it works well with some exercises and when well, others, it, it's... Let me kind of finish what I'm saying too. So what I don't have evidence to support and what... So let's say Justin and I... Justin lifts exactly his way. I lift my way. And I'm saying mine's for aesthetic. Justin's saying that his is for overall strength he wants to build. Uh, to be honest with you, his way is superior for overall strength because he is he's he's one he's gonna end up moving more weight that way he's gonna incorporate other other muscles to help that and like he was saying like he's looking for overall performance of his entire body where i'm looking for a specific area so for him for overall if you're just a person who wants to build strength and is looking for overall fitness and like the the evidence supports that that's the direction to go for sure you know in the business of sculpting and stuff like that is different so i may I may lag in the overall strength department because uh, because of how I lift because of that, but it's once again it goes back to I'm so concentrated on you know shaping a certain way, and I guess it's kind of like if we if Justin and I both had a block of wood and we're trying to whittle away, he's using a chainsaw and I'm using a little scalpel, you know, and he's he's gonna make he's gonna be able to take bigger chunks out and more progress for sure the way the way he trains and and that <clears throat> overall if you're looking for that. That is the way to go. If you're looking for something that is, you know, more aesthetic based and I'm less concerned about overall performance, then. Well, so here's where I go with that. So here's what I meant by different exercises. So um, if somebody is lifting again, let's say they're doing a squat and they're trying to really squeeze and focus on their quads, they will burn the quads out faster and they will find that they fatigue faster with a lighter weight. Yeah. You're also going somewhere where I think there's there's a place for this for different movements, squatting and deadlifting. All right. I, I put it in a separate category than I would put like Well, a, okay, so a bench press even. Or, or or an overhead press even. You know, focusing on the prime mover like the chest, the shoulders. If you're squeezing and focusing on the chest, you're going to feel the chest more with a lighter weight uh, and lower load, correct? Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't you say? Okay. And you're going to get more recruitment of that chest with lighter weight. However, if you add more weight you and push, more. you're still going to get more recruitment. So I think it's... You're looking at two different ways of recruiting more muscle. But what else are you also going to get more recruitment of? Mm. Shoulders, you're, triceps, exactly. And 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 here that's what here's what I was going to say. If you're a bodybuilder training with multiple sets, perhaps you don't want to overload your body as much with maximal weight, but yes. you still want to maximize yes. muscle recruitment. So this might be why bodybuilders tend to do this because they're minimizing damage while maximizing some of the effects. Now I would say you could you could correct that by changing the type of workout you do rather than doing a body part split where you're doing you know 15 or 20 sets for your chest. Uh, for example. But I will say this. Some exercises lend themselves very well to concentrating. Look, if you're doing curls and you're just focused on moving weight, you're not going to get big biceps that way with curls. It's just you're, you're better off using lighter weight and focusing on the movement. Now, if you're doing a deadlift, you're better off focusing on maximizing your form and lifting heavy. More, more bang for your buck. Much more bang for your buck. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And then if we take it to a, another step and we do pull-ups, for example, um, if I sit there and try and isolate my lats – Overall, it's not going to be as, as effective as if I'm trying to perfect my form and do as much weight as I can for set number of reps. So I think it's a, it's a technique that should be utilized properly. Um, and I also think it's a technique that should not be used by beginners except for, correction, for extra, correctional exercise. Think, I'll tell you something right now. Look, Adam, you've mm -hmm. been working out for a long time. Yeah. Um, you can you can – I, you can get that mind-to-muscle connection on a level that a beginner or intermediate person has no fucking clue. They don't. They, they, they won't be able to. They can't do it. I could ask you right now to flex your left lat sitting in that chair, and you could do it. 
right? Yeah. I could take the average person who's been working out for three years to flex their left lat, and they wouldn't fucking, they wouldn't know how to do it. Most people don't even bounce their their chest. You know, the little tip bounce that that dudes yeah, do that yeah. looks annoying. A lot of people can't even do that, and they work out all the time. Well, that's being able to connect to that particular muscle. Yeah. So, um, you know, again, this is sometimes you see the advice of bodybuilders uh, and athletes come out and it really applies to a small percentage of people yeah. well that's, trying to build that's muscle. okay i want to piggyback off that this is why i always i try my best to at least say this in my my instagram those that follow and listen is that you know i by no means um endorse the way i train myself for the average person whatsoever um yeah and, you do a good job of clarifying when i read your things though you do yeah. say this is more of an advanced technique, and I've yeah, seen I've or, seen that quite a or bit. Or this is for the sport of the reason, right. or this is for the sport of it. You know things like that. That why I trans. I mean, I mean the way I the I do not. I mean aesthetically, I'm in the best shape of my life, but I am not in the best overall shape of my life. You know, I've been stronger, I've been faster, I've been healthier for sure. Um, you know, I'm banged up. I'm banged up for sure. And I feel like an athlete, you know, and that's the part where I remember where Craig and I used to debate all the time because he's like, if you're a man, so you're not an athlete if you get up there. Bodybuilding is not a sport, you know, like. Okay, fair enough. We can you can say you're not uh, it's not a full contact sport like football and you're not competing like that against another man, but at the same token, the the training that goes into into it is what's sport like. You know, there's there's a part where I neglect just like a sport would, I neglect what's best for my body a lot of the times and for the, the greater good of the sport to continue shaping my physique mm-hmm. a certain way. And mm-hmm. I, I think what we're all and I think the way we design uh maps and stuff like that is to present this to the the uh, average person who was looking for overall health, fitness, and a balanced, great-looking physique, and th- this is the best approach for that, especially if you're you know not advanced. Now, that being said, like you know, I that's how I definitely started, and now in order to keep this physique to where where I'm at now, like I I have to maintain it by doing all this kind of ridiculous weight training and, and stuff that I I wouldn't do. You know, I know already that when I when I hang up the competing thing, you know, I'm going to have to come down to probably about 200 pounds to high 190s to keep the leanness and the way I feel without having to be so neurotic about how much yeah. food I need to consume and mm-hmm. how I, how hard I need to be pounding the body because I know, I'm no idiot. I know I'm working against my body where it wants to be no, naturally. There, there's de- there's definite ex- there's definite exercises that, you know, mind and muscle connection works well, you know, side laterals, rear laterals, front laterals. Bicep curl, tricep extension, you know, uh, any any type of isolation movement, um, it makes sense. Look, when I was younger, I would do side laterals and I'd treat them like a freaking uh, heavy power lift exercise, and I'd grab forty pound dumbbells, yeah, and, uh, yeah. throwing it and out there. Yeah. I could use twenties now and really connect to that side deltoid yeah. and get a much better uh, uh, get much better results from it. Mm-hmm. Now that being said, when I do a shoulder press, I'm going for good form and heavy weight. So um, it really depends on the exercise quite a bit, but unless you're like advanced, you've been working out for a long time, you know, um, really sitting there trying to like isolate, you know, a particular muscle with this big compound movement, like a ro- like I'm doing a barbell row and I'm trying to squeeze my lower lats and my uh, your waist, you're, you're not going to do as well if you just focus on form, focus on moving weight. Um, and I, I, I mean, I guess that's kind of just the yeah, point. support your spine. I mean, that's that's the other thing, right? You have to consider. I mean, it, it it'd be great as if. If, if you could always feel like the specific muscle you want involved, but a lot of times like, and that's why it makes sense for the corrective phase you're talking about. Oh yeah. Cause you need them to feel, you need to feel, you need to feel how it should feel. And, and like, really you need to establish recruitment patterns. That's the biggest part in the beginning is that you need to establish the right 
mechanics uh, for specific lifts. And so if you don't even have that connection made yet, uh, you really should focus on that in particular. Like, do I feel this in the right muscle? Uh, you know, is this... Well, I'll, I'll also add even um, if you get too far into the mind-to-muscle connection, if every workout becomes, I'm trying to feel the target muscle and squeeze it with every exercise, you actually will create recruitment patterns that are not favorable for everyday movement. And I've seen it a million times. I'll see the bodybuilder deadlift and it looks like they're doing an interesting, like a, like a row type movement with the deadlift. Or I see them doing you know, a squat or a bench press and they're positioning their body in a, in a, in a way to work that particular muscle but it's not in, most, in, a, in a very efficient uh, way for particular movement. Right. And so then they go out and they the deadlift is not just about back. It's not just about... It's well, everything. You know, it, yeah, it's your whole body. It's your whole... So and then you they go... Can't, you can't look at it as a, as a... This is a back and leg exercise. Yeah, and then they go yeah. to the park and go run, you know, run around the bases a few times <laughs> with their kid and they hurt themselves yeah. because their body... Now they've trained it to work on... You know this this isolated type of movement. Mm-hmm. So um, I think a part of what probably makes Mike, I believe Mike is a, a NASM trainer. I believe that was his his certification. So I believe that's what he holds. Which you know you remember they're heavy in the correctional yeah, exercise. Well, yeah. heavy into that and proprioception. Like that's a big. I believe there's a whole section on. Um, God, it's been so long since I've looked over my NASM. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, it's one of the seven phases or whatever they work work on is your your proprioception and increasing. Well, that. Is it, yeah, the reactive and uh, stability. Yeah, so, yeah, and a, and a lot of that is 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 working on that whole mind muscle connection. So and, and they put a lot of emphasis in that area. You know, I, it's a it's a tough one to. Um, it's a tough one to explain because it is there's so many ways that I feel like we can we can debate it either way. You know, like I I 100 percent agree when we're talking about especially when you're talking about big, big compound movements like that, that, you know, being able to progress to a heavier weight is going to give you an overall benefit by far. But I also feel like, you know, someone who has who's put in the time to to learn the mind muscle connection and you know okay this exercise i should primarily feel here that's the major mover these are the secondary ones so i should feel it in all these places but this is primarily where i should be feeling it is also a great indicator of form when you don't have somebody around so mm-hmm. one of the best ways i know when my form is on or off and that's kind of how this is also how i gauge like let's say i get in and and um you know i have plans of four sets of 12 and I'm going to be, you know, working at 80 or 90% of an intensity and we're doing dumbbell presses and I get under there and I start dumbbell pressing and I'm at like, let's say rep eight on my four set and my chest is just toast. And now it's just like shoulders and triceps. I feel like are muscling everything. I'll probably set the weight down. I won't even finish. I won't go to 12 reps. And I know uh, even though I could probably muscle out those last 12, I won't. I'll, I'll shut it down because I already know that all these other secondary muscles are are overloading. Right. So you know, I, so you can distinguish like which one is the prime mover. Yeah, you know, in, in that instance, and that's a great that's a great point though, as far as form is concerned, because if you know if you haven't established that recruitment pattern to to identify the prime mover, you don't even know if you're not doing. How it right. do you even know if you're in the right positioning? And and I, it brings me back to Sal. You know mentioning uh like optimal positioning for the shoulder and like how you know you need that retraction you need it uh, uh depressed and and this is now where it's in its most optimal functioning position but you know unless you've established the fact that you can feel your rhomboids you know and and all these other contributing muscles that are going to pull you into the right position you know where do you begin I'll say this too you need to have a 
relatively, and I mean relatively because it's on an individual basis, but a relatively substantial amount of muscle to have a mind and muscle connection. Mm-hmm. It's no, it's this is true. Listen, <laughs> when I first started fucking working out, I'm gonna say that to a client. Since like, Captain Obvious, no, yeah, right. Adam, I, I can't, I can't feel it in my arms. I can't feel. Well, that's because you don't have any fucking arms, dude. I don't know if you according, remember, according to sell, listen, you don't have, you don't have muscle. muscle. Well, do you re- okay, I'm, do you re- gonna, I'm gonna be the guy that's gonna say it. Yeah, someone needs to tell you you, you have, don't have muscle. Well, do you remember you have Kermit, you have Kermit arms? Do you remember the first time you you felt your lats? You remember that? Yeah. Oh, I it know. Wasn't, it wasn't your first back workout. It was much later when you started to build lats, and then yeah. you started to pull in like, oh, fuck, I have a pump, and what, that's my lats. Yeah. Right. You know, I could feel them. So that my point is, if you're, if you're, if you're, unless you're advanced and you're sitting there trying to squeeze these other, if you haven't built some muscle there, you're not going to have that much, <laughs> like, you're not going to feel anything. I can't feel my rhomb ball because you have It's so jiggly. What, why? Yeah. <laughs> I want to so, feel something. So... Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and please subscribe to our show. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.